You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical questions from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we are continuing to talk about boldness. How do we get bold? This is the third installment in the boldness series. How do we get bold? And we've dealt with boldness is key. Explain that boldness is the way to actually become more effective in the things of the spirit. Then we spoke about boldness by access. The fact that because God is now our daddy, we are proud and bold and we can look and speak to anyone in any situation, anything without the fear of harm, even if harm may come eventually. Now, it is also necessary that if you have not listened to those ones, you should pause, go back listen to them then come back here to have the full gist because you see when we teach we teach in part someone said it like this that teaching is like a mountain that has different sides and so we approach from different angles but we're still going up the same mountain so it's when you have a perspective of all sides that you really say you can know this mountain it's not by looking at just one side and that's why we say we should listen that you should look at the other areas because like now if you listen to this now because it's boldness by prayer that's our topic boldness by prayer you are you'll be tempted to think that all there is to boldness is prayer but no we've dealt with boldness by access we've dealt with some other things so definitely you want to check those ones out before or after you're done with this okay so let's move on so today as i said it's boldness by prayer boldness by prayer so we're going to go on this journey together obviously (laughs) okay so one other source of boldness aside from knowing who you are in christ and that god is your daddy and your sins are forgiven and god doesn't hold you for anything is that prayer produces boldness there is something about prayer let me say this prayer is a force prayer is a force that releases power towards any situation Prayer can make anything happen. There's nothing prayer cannot do. Prayer is a is a spiritual force that can convert into anything you need to be. Prayer can convert into money. <laughs> prayer can convert into, you know, to the changing of circumstances. There's almost nothing prayer cannot do. And so, boldness is something we can ask for or produce aha that's the word we can produce boldness in the place of prayer we can produce boldness because of what prayer is the nature of prayer and that will actually go a long way to strengthen us and build up our convictions your convictions first of all come from the fact of who you are but there's what we call like a boost there are things that sustain that conviction there are things that help that conviction right that that there are things that um, what do you call it? Are just very useful to have in our arsenal and our belt. And one is prayer. Prayer is major when it comes to boldness. Now, who remembers the story of Peter? Peter the chicken, right? Peter the that guy. Peter was a disgrace, right? Same guy who got up and said, Ah, uh, Jesus, 
I'll do anything. I'll be with you. I won't leave you for anything. And of course, we saw that when they came to arrest Jesus, he took a sword and struck the ear of the high priest's servant. Struck it off. Then he thought that maybe Jesus would bring out his sword from someone and say, Hey, attack! And then they're going to glorious victory. But Jesus, he says, ah. Jesus said, ah, Why are you like this now? He would live by the sword, would die by the sword. And just took the guy's ear and healed him. Ah, Peter said, ah, hey. And that's how the people scattered. Peter took off, probably threw the sword somewhere and, and made a beeline <laughs> for the trees or something like that. And so, you see that the guy was a coward, right? Not the coward is the end there. The guy followed at a safe distance. And when they were interrogating Jesus, he sat down with some people. And one people said, I don't know you now. You know who Jesus said, me, Jesus, to Fiaqua. God forbid. He said, it's you that is with Jesus. <laughs> and then one young maiden said, I surely... I know you, you're with, you're with them now. See, eh, see the Bible says he keeps curses on himself. Say, me. Say, may God punish me if I know that man. May God deal with my family and my ancestors if I know that man. May God deal with my children's children if I know that man. I don't know that man, please. And so, he denied Jesus. So, he was so timid in that sense. He was a big talker and a little doer. But then, after the Holy Ghost came, and after the book of Acts chapter 2 where we see that they began to pray and pray and pray and they were there praying for a while we now see the next thing that happened the next thing that happened there was that after they said oh these guys are drunk da 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 we now see what Peter did verse 14 2 verse 14 but Peter standing up with the eleven lifted up his voice and said to them you men of Judea and all that dwell at Jerusalem being this known to you and listen to my words, for you are not, we are not drunk as you suppose, seeing it's the third hour of the day. And he began to talk. Ah, ah, wait, is this not the same Peter? The same Peter. But this guy now is drunk with the Holy Ghost. This guy, they've been praying. These people have actually been praying. Some people say about the calculation that we see in the book of Acts chapter 2 from when the Holy Ghost came on them, right? And you even see, he said that it's, it's the third hour of the day. And from the third hour day, or from when they started praying till the time he was talking, some people say it was about three hours. So they had been praying for three hours. And so you can see the level of, this one is a combination of knowing who he is, being with Jesus, right? Because someone like Peter, Jesus actually singled him out. If you remember that after he rose from the dead, he told his the people who saw him first at the tomb that he was risen, he said, tell the disciples and tell Peter right to meet me so he singled Peter out because Peter must have lost all confidence that ah, I'm the guy that should have stood by this man and I abandoned him but Jesus restored Peter see that so then even when he before he left he said Peter do you love me he said feed my lambs so he restored Peter so this was a combination of Peter's truth power in the sense like his truth power here was combination of First of all, that affirmation from Jesus and also the fact that they've been praying in tongues for like three hours, speaking in tongues. Ah, la pata. That thing will do something to you. That thing will make you, that thing will remove the timidity from your eyes. And that's what happened. So some truth part came like that and this guy was talking. This is Peter talking. So we see that boldness that came as a product of prayer. Okay, let's look at another example. Now, 
Remember the story of the man at the gates called Beautiful. What happened there? So we see that um, the man lay from his mother's womb was being carried to where he was laid daily at the temple called Beautiful or the gate called Beautiful and he was being placed to ask alms. So Acts 3 verse 3. When he saw Peter and John go to the temple, I mean, he wanted to ask money from them. Peter told him, look at us and we know the rest of the story took him by the hand he spoke in the name of jesus rise up and walk and lifted him up and immediately the guy was fine right so after that the tea or the gist or the tabloid or the gossip is that after that they jacked those guys <laughs> they arrested them you see that uh, let me say this if you are willing to follow jesus they will arrest you the time will come when they probably arrest you once or twice uh, these days are too comfortable as believers. Ah, no, God forbid, not a portion, you know. Let me say this. Let them arrest you for the gospel, not that they arrest you for nonsense. That is better. Okay, let's get that out of the way. So, so they spoke to the people and everything, and then you will now see they arrested them. And when they arrested them, in fact, in, in the state where they arrested them, still see Peter, Acts 4, verse 8, right? Or from verse, let's see, from verse Six and, and as the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander and as many as were of the kingdom of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem and when they had set them in the midst they asked by what power by, by what name have you done this now let me say that these are the same guys who just killed Jesus about 40 days ago they had just I mean murdered the guy you know that's about life you know, by that it's about like okay, it was like 50 something days they had just murdered the man called Jesus Christ and these other guys are standing before them. This is a bunch of murderers who will not hesitate to murder anyone else that gets in their way. But look at that. I thought that Peter would say, Ah, sir, look, oh, sorry. We didn't know that uh, it's illegal to heal people. But see verse 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known to you and all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, hey, well, the same guy they killed, whom you crucified. I see that <laughs> Peter has some serious truth for. Say, who you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set to nothing by you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Look at that, and they're like, ah. They look at verse 30. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they had were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. So I think I spoke about this yesterday. You see, that revelation of relationship brings boldness. But aside from that, I want you to see something. Because the Bible also talks about um, Peter. I mean, if you remember where the Bible talks about Peter's shadow, right, that used to heal the sick. You will know that these guys, okay, before that, Seth, where were these guys going? Peter and John. They were going to the temple. Why? Why? To pray, obviously. They were going there to pray. And this happened. See that? Look at that. Acts 3 verse 1. And Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Being the night. So they were going there to pray. Mean that this guy, it says a lot that these guys had a prayer lifestyle. Right? And that is part of why they were always bold. See that? It's not something like, ah, at that hour, they, they were prayerless and everything, and then they now want to be bold. No. They were bold at this point. Bible says they're filled with the Holy Ghost. If you want to look at that again, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. 
that's that's Acts chapter four. That's before the before they spoke. Um, 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 yeah, okay. Acts the four, verse eight. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, "I see that." Now let me say this: in the place of prayer, it is where this boldness is produced, right? It works with the revelation of who you are, but it's in the place of prayer that what you know by the Spirit of God is now enforced in your life. So when he came out and they were before the high priest and all those guys, says he was what? Filled with the Holy Ghost. That means he came under the influence of that power that he had been generating in the place of prayer. He was under the influence of the Holy Ghost. And he spoke, he said. You see that? So he was led. In this case, he spoke under inspiration. But you see, when he spoke under inspiration, there was also a boldness that comes with it. So definitely you don't want to ignore prayer at all, at all, at all. So let's now see. So they spoke, said all that stuff, and um, we now see what happened next. So next, we see that they, of course, these Pharisee guys, they are also analysis of nonsense people, but <laughs> uh, obviously they killed Jesus, so that says a lot about their character. <laughs> So, of course, it says, then going down, now says, um, verse 16, saying, What shall we do to these men for that a notable miracle has been done by them? Manifest to all that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us strictly threaten them that they speak no more in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to listen to you and more unto you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak of the things that we have seen and heard. Look at that boldness. Man, I mean, they could have killed these guys, but they were bold. Verse 21. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they may punish them because of the people. For all men glorified God for that which was done. For the man was about 40 years old, of whom this miracle of healing was shown. I seen that so they could do nothing. But he threatened them. See that? And they let them go. So when these guys were let go, see what they went to do. Verse 24. And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord. Okay, being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are the one that made heaven and earth and everything. And then they, they came down to verse 29 said and lord now lord behold their threatenings and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word are you seeing that with all boldness they may speak your word so what was the answer to the threatenings they said lord we want more boldness so they prayed for boldness and then see what happened verse 31 and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the holy ghost and spoke the word of god with what with boldness so their prayer was answered they got bolder so prayer will produce that boldness they got bolder and bolder and bolder and went out there and scattered ground <laughs> the next verse to look at is ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 to 20 praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit dot 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 because i skipped and for me so Paul says, after you prayed all that prayer, she now says, and pray for me that what? All trans may be given to me, that I may what? Open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it 
I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So notice he says that as I ought to speak. That means I should always speak boldly. I should declare the gospel boldly. But then I may just be shy. And this is the same thing for many of us. I mean, going out to preach the gospel, many times there's this lack of boldness that we have. And it also just waters down the message. When you go to when you preach the gospel, people and there's no boldness. It means there's no confidence in what you're saying. I mean, honestly, just like really it's terrible. So what is the remedy? Before you go to evangelism, you should spend lots of time praying in the spirit, praying and receiving boldness. The same way did if the apostles needed boldness, you will need the boldness. If they needed to pray for it, you also need to pray for it. So you should pray for it and believe that your answer will be granted. How will you believe that you go out there and evangelize and you will actually see that boldness you prayed for? Okay? You will also see it. Now look at this. Paul is asking them to pray for him. So what does that mean? That means that you can pray for yourself or others can pray it for you. You can either pray for yourself or what? Others can pray it for you. There's something that happens to you in the place of prayer when you spend time you know, praying and praying and praying. Honestly, I've seen this particular experience in my life where the more you pray and pray and pray and pray, you live there with the kind of boldness. You live there with the kind of boldness to cast out devils, to heal the sick, to do things like it's like whatever limitation was on your mind just lifts at that point definitely so we must keep in mind that there are two sources the word of god what god's word concerning you who you are what you can do but then prayer prayer is like the crystallization prayer is like the um what's the word prayer is how those things become real to you in the place of prayer nothing that happens is meditation as you spend time praying and praying and praying in the spirit praying and focusing on something god begins to open up your mind to that thing that you know that thing that you think you know for example maybe healing miracles all those things and he begins to break it down to you and you begin to see for a truth okay this is what i actually have it begins to hit you it's called revelation knowledge it is that knowledge that you know 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 it's no longer just head knowledge it's now what they call heart knowledge revelation it dawns on you aha that's the word it dawns on you oh i have this and that thing brings so much boldness but that revelation knowledge comes in the place not just in the place of studying the word but in the place of prayer that is a major place where meditation begins to occur and those things become real to you the realities of christ become real to you another thing about uh praying is that as you stand in place of prayer and pray and pray and you get you realize you get bolder and bolder and bolder in that place it's also a very good thing to begin to declare and speak over things there are things that maybe you couldn't you let me use the word maybe you didn't have faith for you were not really sure can i can i can i but in that place where you are bold that is the place you begin to declare and speak over things over situations and circumstances and different things we've had so many stories like that testimonies of things we said in the place of prayer we spoke it and we saw it happen so i guess that's it i won't say that's all because there's still so much more the bible is inexhaustible the more you study the more you realize you don't know but then for now that's it so i believe you've been blessed by this you definitely have been blessed so why don't you go ahead and share with someone send the link to a friend family loved ones your timeline your ig whatsapp stories wherever let's spread the word it's god's word this is mod channel and i'll see you guys in the next one bye bye If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.essien, pst.essien. 
See you there.